There are many things that we have to do to um, save our society. And one of those things is return to the things that have eternal truths, the scriptures, the covenant, um, to return to the Old Testament and the New Testament. Right now, good friend of mine, Andrew Clavin, is he's an amazing screenwriter. I think he's been nominated for an Oscar for that. Um, but uh, he has he is writing now something called The Covenant. It's a multi-seasons TV series adaptation of the stories of the Old Testament. And it will use uh, biblical and historic text to lead viewers through the stories, the patriarch, the prophets, the saints, the sinners, the conquerors, the kings. Uh, and it will show God's connection back then and God com- God's com- connection to humanity today. Uh, they're looking for people who would like to invest in this. Uh, if you would like to invest in this project, go to kotv.com uh, slash Beck. That's C-A-Y-O-T-V dot com slash Beck. Invest in the covenant. It's kotv.com slash Beck. Do it now. government is sending the people a very clear message don't get out of line don't protest don't come to our school board meetings and and speak your mind you play by our rules or we'll get you now they are going to use the FBI to go after parents because parents are being terroristic oh my gosh Wow, do we need to stand up. Uh, I want to go through this story with somebody who has been fighting this for a very, very long time. In fact, she's the one that got her Supreme Court case and paved the way for a ruling that freed all public sector employees from forced unionism. That is, they're working hard to reverse that. She's also the author of Standing Up to Goliath. She's been fighting this forever. I want to get her opinion on what the federal government and justice department did yesterday empowering the fbi to help out the school board members so nobody harasses them and you learn your lesson rebecca friedrichs in 60 seconds the glenn beck program all right uh, we're fighting over the debt ceiling again yay and it's those republicans no it's not Tell the truth. It's not the Republicans. The Democrats could pass it on their own if they didn't want to also pass the three point five trillion dollar spending bill. They can't do both. So what are you going to do if they really believe this is a ticking time bomb? They can pass it, but they don't want to. They want to make sure that Republicans are roped into this thing. J.P. Morgan, by the way, is actively preparing for U.S. credit default in the near future. So let me ask you, are you preparing? What do they know that you don't know? 
I heard you call Goldline today about investing in precious metals. You know, this is the month of Halloween, and there's nothing scarier than the U.S. financial markets right now. Not being prepared, perhaps, is a little scarier. Goldline is offering a uh, free Maple Flex Silver Bar. These are the little pieces of bar that I actually had them make this. The Canadian Mint, I asked them to make this with Goldline. Uh, so you could take it and your kids could get, you know, out of town or get to someplace safe. God forbid there was a breakdown in society because credit cards on September 11th didn't work. Nothing worked. Nothing could, you know, who's carrying around that much cash? Well, you can with a Maple Flex bar. Goldline is offering a free Maple Flex silver bar with qualifying purchase of $5 gold Indians this week only. Supplies are extremely limited, so don't wait. Call 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE. Or go to goldline.com. The founder and president of Kids and Country and the author of Standing Up to Goliath. Uh, Welcome back to the program, uh, Rebecca Friedrichs. How are you, Rebecca? Great to be here. Excuse my scratchy throat. Yeah, no, not a problem. Um, so this is the craziest story I have heard. The uh, NSBA, which you're going to have to explain to me. Um, I, I know they represent the school boards, but are they kind of like a union? Uh, but the NSA, the NSBA has asked Joe Biden for protection for the school boards from the FBI. And he gave it to them yesterday. Mm -hmm. Tell me about this. Well, this is absolutely disgusting. It's an attack on our constitutional freedoms. And it's, it's the government weaponizing itself against taxpayers, against parents who are trying to protect their children. So I'll answer your first question. The National School Boards Association is a union. It's a union for school board members. And the NSBA claims to represent 90,000 school board members, but that's not true. Many board members are coerced into joining this union, and some school districts even pay the fees for membership with our tax dollars. So these school board members are just kind of stuck in there. Every school board member I know who's ever attended an NSBA meeting has been shocked by the leftist agenda that's being pushed. It's exactly that of the teachers' unions. So the teachers' unions and all their pals in the Administrators Association, School Board Association, Library Association, even the PTA, they're all pushing this same radical agenda. And it's no surprise to me at all that the Biden administration is doing the bidding of these unions because these unions give, you know, multiple millions and billions to uh, the candidates who will do their bidding. So uh, that's what's going on here. And America needs to wake up. Um, You know, we're in the middle of a communist takeover in this country. And the unions are the ones behind it. They're the ones funding it and pushing it and uh, using our, uh, you know, elected officials to get this done. Uh, That's uh, quite a statement, but I agree with you. We are in the midst. I think we are in a revolution. Uh, One side is is, uh, aware of it and the other side wants to just keep their head buried in the sand mm-hmm. um but uh so so what does this mean merrick yesterday said coordination and partnership with local law enforcement is critical to implementing these measures for the benefit of our nation's nearly fourteen thousand public school districts to this end i'm directing federal bureau of investigation working with each of the united states attorneys 
to convene meetings with federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial leaders in each federal judicial district within 30 days. These meetings will facilitate the discussions of strategies for addressing these threats. Are, 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 are school boards getting a lot of threats like that? Or, uh, I mean, what's happening? Wow. You know, this is terrifying. In fact, what it is, is it's gaslighting. So these school board, the school board association is claiming that parents are doing precisely what the unions and school board associations have been doing to the rest of us for years. So they've been bullying us, these unions, the school board associations. If you're an honest, hardworking um, uh, uh, school board member, you could easily be chased out of office by a union. Um, If you're a good teacher doing a good job, you're going to be harassed, a good parent. So what's really going on is they have twisted the narrative, and now they have the government, the DOJ, the FBI, these three-letter agencies that have also been corrupted by these very same unions, uh, uh, attacking, claiming they're bringing benefit No, parents bring benefit to their children. Good teachers bring benefit. These corrupt unions and school board associations bring zero benefit. They are the threat, but they're flipping it and claiming that we're the threat. This is frightening. And um, and like I said before, America really needs to awaken. Um, And earlier I mentioned this this communist takeover. Well, I would just like people to know there were some goals of the Communist Party to take over our country. They were read into our congressional record in 1963. And goal 17 says, get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of the teacher associations. Put the party line in the textbooks. We're just watching this come to fruition. Mm -hmm. They got control of the school board associations as well and most other government unions in our country. So it's not only the FBI that's coming after people. Uh, Biden uh, is... I guess going to use the Postal Service to intervene against threatening letters and cyberbullying attacks. See what I mean? So the post office is controlled by unions, too. So, okay, let's let's backdate uh, election paperwork. Let's use the post office to harass people and to deny them of their freedom of speech to send a letter through the postal system. This is out of control. This is uh, the weaponizing of the government against the people, and we the people, we the people are sovereign. Uh, we are citizens, which means that, that, that we are the leaders. We are, you know, uh, equal, and the, these folks are supposed to be serving us. And they're out of control. We need to put them back in their place. So this is going to be a massive fight. Here is, uh, here, here is where the rubber meets the road. Um, I'm, I'm really tired of people saying, well, I'm a good teacher and I'm in the teacher's union. Get out of the teacher's union. You know, quit the teacher's union. I, I know that, you know, people want to change it from the inside and then we'll lose all of our good teachers. Well, if there isn't um, a group of teachers that rise up and school board members who see this and go, I'm not one, I'm not going to be a part of this. If they don't rise up together, um, we're, we're, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. You can't stay silent in your, in your job. And as a parent, you can't stay silent. Amen in all capitals, Glenn. We have been speaking out for so many years. And I agree with, I am a teacher, my husband, 40-year teacher, so I can say this. If you are a teacher and you say you're a good teacher, and you're still paying the government unions, you are complicit 
in evil. You are complicit in harming children, sexualizing children, harming parents. If you are a good teacher, leave the union today, and then we'll believe you're a good teacher. Good teachers must stand up with good parents, with good school board members. We have something we call adopt a teacher where we ask good parents and, and others to just get every teacher you know and educate them because most of them have no idea that we won them the right to stop funding unions because the unions passed a bunch of laws to make it uh, illegal for employers to tell people they've been freed from unions. So please help us to get the work out there. They can find all the information they need on our website. It's called forkidsandcountry.org. And, and amen, we must stand together. Things are out of control. We could have stopped this a long time ago if teachers would have listened and awakened and school board members and others and parents and pastors. We all need to stand together. Um, are you seeing still the groundswell? Because it seems to have gone quiet a bit. Are you still we are seeing the, yeah, we are seeing the groundswell around critical race theory, which, by the way, in this NSBA letter, they lied and said they're not teaching it in our schools. Right. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're, they're implementing it in every subject. Uh, they use, uh, you know, tricky wording to try to make it sound like they're not doing that. But, yes, we see a groundswell around CRT, which, thank God, but there's so many other problems in our schools. What we don't see a groundswell around is people awakening to the fact that the root cause of every single branch issue you are fighting is the teacher unions and their communist agenda and and the other government unions. We have to awaken people to stop thinking their government union is their friend. Their government union is destroying them, their profession. They will destroy your pension that they've promised you at some point if we fall to communism. So um, people have to awaken. Stop trusting these government unions. If we can we, you know, get them out, uh, take away their power, we could fix all these problems. Rebecca, thank you so much. I appreciate everything that you've done. Uh, she's the author of Standing Up to Goliath. She's been standing up to Goliath for, for a very long time. She was a teacher for 28 years. She's also the founder and president for Kids and Country. You can find her at the website for kidsandcountry.org. If you are somebody that wants to stand up in your community, if you're a parent, you must stand up for your community. Go to forkidsandcountry.org. If you are a teacher and you, you, want, you are one of those teachers, you're like, I am not the bad guy here. As Rebecca said, and I echo, the time for being in bed or one foot in each side of the threshold is way gone. You are either in bed with these labor unions and you're contributing to them and you're supporting by just being another number on their uh, sheet. You're either with them and against the parents or you're with the parents against the unions. But these labor unions have got to be stopped. They are the poison that is in our uh, system and the FBI now treating parents as terrorists should terrify every single American that said, I'm not doing anything wrong. Why does it matter to me? Because if you don't now agree with what is in your school, you're going to be labeled a terrorist. We must stand together. Rebecca, thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. Gosh, it'd be nice if we could get mobile phone service from a company that gave you the same great service as the, you know, all the big carriers and then didn't charge you an arm and a leg to do it. 
while we're at it, while we're dreaming, maybe they could not donate a portion of the bill to leftist causes like Planned Parenthood. Wouldn't that be great? Well, yeah, and it exists today. Patriot Mobile is one of the nation's only Christian mobile companies. It's on the same cell towers as all the major carriers, so it gets the same great service, and it's half the cost. Patriot Mobile has affordable, customized, customizable plans for any family. They donate a portion of the bill to conservative causes. Unlike big mobile companies that are trying to donate to things like Planned Parenthood, Patriot Mobile knows you, and they are just like you. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code back. They have special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support the company that loves America, loves you, shares your values. It's PatriotMobile.com slash back. That's PatriotMobile.com slash back or 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. Wow, this this Facebook whistleblower. She's doing some damage to Facebook, huh? Wow. She's testifying in front of the Senate right now, and she's like, boy, a company that, you know, can control your feelings and know your aspirations and, and feed you anything. Boy, they need real oversight. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, of course, this is the way this is going to go, right? Yeah, yeah. This is why I'm always skeptical of these plans to go after and come up with these new rules that we're going to put through the government to control these companies. At the end of the day, we have to realize that if it is up to tech executives or the federal government to manage our free speech, we are not going to have it. Correct. <laughs> Either way. Correct. Uh, that's why I'm I'm so bullish on things like blockchain and you know Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is because this is a way to go around it, right? You don't have to deal with the government. You don't. They can't get rid of it. And that's why they don't want it. That's why so like China's out. Yeah, we're in that race right now between you know DC trying to throttle all of this stuff from happening and it exploding into such huge huge portions of the economy that it can't be shut down. And there's a lot of money behind it now. May already be impossible to shut down, but I hope so. They're trying. They're going to do everything they can to regulate it. And that regulation will lead to all the things that it was created to defeat. If but, you have $100, you should put it in Bitcoin just to support it, just to support <laughs> it and to grow it. That's doing um, very well. It's back over 50,000, by the way. I don't know. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. So, gosh, it just keeps going. I mean, China has about 20% of the world's population, and they just banned all transactions in the country, and it's up. Well, but you, I mean, it's like a Swiss bank account. You know what I mean? It, you, if you are worried that you're, you know, think like a German, you're worried that the government is coming for your stuff, mm -hmm. go to a neutral country and put your stuff in that bank. And that's what people did during World War II. That's kind of what's happening with Bitcoin, you know, part of it is um, the, you know, the next generation. This is the next generation's gold. I don't know how it works out compared to gold because it's physical. Um, but uh, I don't know. Um, but this is this is what people instead of putting it into gold, people have been putting it into Bitcoin. 
and they're hoping because you can actually trade with Bitcoin um, that it'll somehow or another miss all of these governments. But I'm, I'm telling you, look at what they're doing. The Postal Service is going to be a bank. Excuse me. The Postal Service. They do everything else so well. I don't. Right. I I want their banking system. (laughs) Good heavens. Uh, With all the stuff that is coming with uh, our financial world. uh, I mean. I, you know, for the first time in your life, you kind of go, Switzerland is so far away. Can you you have online banking? (laughs) I mean, really? What do you do? What do you do? If you don't trust the financial system of your own country, I. But, uh, you know, I'd love to hear from people who have relatives in Venezuela. I'd like to know what did anybody who made it 70 percent are not or are eating their dogs or on extreme poverty. That means 30 percent of the country is left uh, that has something. What they're doing. How are they doing it? Lots of cryptocurrency in Venezuela. Lots of use there. You know, it is it's the way to do it, right? It's the way to get around it. And it's the way to avoid the government. And it's why, of course, that they're coming after it. And it's interesting that they're coming after these staple coins first. I don't know if anyone knows about these, but basically they're just it's basically a substitute for a dollar, right? In a way, right? It's a it's a cryptocurrency that stays equal to a dollar, right? So you can put it into USDC or Tether or one of these others Mm -hmm. and they'll stay right there. And the idea is People have, it's hard to get in and out of from, you know, fiat currency to cryptocurrency. So this is sort of a bridge. You can trade around or, and you can keep it stable to the value of the dollar if that's what you want to do with it. It's easier to transact in. There's lots of reasons why people like them, but that's the first thing they're going after. The first thing, and you think, what are stable coins? Why would anyone, you know, they're not like the most popular. They want to make it harder and they want to stop people from taking their money out of, Banks. The banks and putting them into stable coins where they can earn four, five, six, eight percent in interest when they're getting zero point zero one percent from their banks, and they're worried they're going to start cause. It's one thing, you know, cause a run on the banks. It's one thing to 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 go into a, a Bitcoin or one of these other cryptocurrencies where you might see a lot of upside, but you might see downside, and you're worried about the stability of it. Mm-hmm. With these stable coins. They're stable. They're stable. I mean, you know, I mean, it's there's really, always some risk there, but that's what they're trying to stop right now. It's really remarkable that they actually think of themselves as progressives while they're trying to shut down any kind of new technology or new way of thinking. I mean, they just shut it down left and right. You want freedom? Okay. Bitcoin is the answer. You want stability? Okay, government, you should buy into some Bitcoin. is the Glenn Beck program. Imagine if we would have had that, if we would have bought that 10 years ago. Somebody in the government was like, we're going to put a million dollars into it. Imagine we'd have our debt paid for it by now. <laughs> Built Bar, uh, right around the corner from the holiday season. And if you're like me, that means a lot of time around the house, uh, but even more time around the cookie plate. Um, may I suggest? Mm. You may not want to be fatter than you are right now. And I'm speaking from experience. I'm getting pretty fat and uh, I got to stop nine amazing flavors. 
occasional limited time built bar flavor. You can get the mix box. You can try two of each of the nine flavors. They're low calorie, low carb, but they're made with real chocolate. And they are really good because the built bar knows flavor has to come first. I want you to try a built bar. Go to built.com. I think you're going to love them. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. It's built.com. Promo code BEC15. Built.com. All right, it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. For the promo code Glenn, you get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Stu, do you remember the, the mom in Rhode Island that just wanted to ask for the curriculum to see if CRT was in the curriculum? And the uh, the school was like, wait, no, it's it's too much. It's too much of a hassle. She's like, well, wait a minute. What do you mean it's too much of a hassle? And uh, they they ended up saying, okay, if you want us to go through this, uh, it's going to be seventy six thousand dollars. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair. And, fair. To- totally fair amount. Correct. And then they sued her to stop her intimidation. Uh, now, now. Yesterday, the FBI uh, has announced that they're going to target parents for harassment and intimidation. The FBI is going to do this uh, based on what happens at your local school board meetings. Wow. So I wanted to get her on the phone. Her name is Nick, uh, Nicole Salas. And uh, Nicole. Nicole. Yes. Hi. Hi, hi uh, I asked my staff this morning. I said, what what is Nicole saying about this? And uh, they said, well, she's responded in two words. And those two words are? Arrest me. Now, I've talked um, to I- you. I've talked to you before. You're not some radical. This is not this is this is out of the usual for you. Right. You I mean, you're not somebody yeah, that's I- always protesting and everything else. No, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever done a protest. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I wanted to know what my kid was learning. And, uh, you know, six months later, I'm now being targeted by the FBI. And so is every other parent who has legitimate concerns about what their kids are learning in school. Um, you know, the, Garland is, is trying to frame this in terms of threats of violence by parents. And that has never been at the forefront of this fight opposing critical race theory indoctrination in school. Parents um, you know, are, are not intimidating school boards with threats of violence. We're not being violent. We're begging for open debate and civil discourse. And, you know, just to really emphasize that no one tolerates violence. No one wants that. Um, it should be noted that if there are any actual threats of violence by parents, that can be handled by local law enforcement because this Amen. is not a federal issue. Um, you know, what we're seeing here is an attempt to politicize federal law enforcement to stifle honest debate and that should be vehemently opposed we cannot let that stifle us because parents shouldn't have to worry about being federally investigated just because they're sharing legitimate concerns about what their children are learning especially at a local level i mean you're you're standing in your local school district 
that would require the local police. And if the police can't handle it, then it's kicked up to the attorney general and the attorney general would turn it over to the state police. If there was a terroristic threat, it could be kicked up then to the FBI. This is crazy. This is this is making the FBI an agency. It seems to me an agency uh, or an arm of the unions. Right, right. So. You know, what what we're seeing here is is a much broader political perspective or narrative that's starting to weave. So parents care about their kids and their kids' education. But now we're seeing story after story of parents clashing with powerful political interests like school districts, politicians, unions. And those political interests, they care about their their power, their money and their political agenda. And they're going to pull out all the stops to hold on to that power And that's why they're lashing out at parents when parents are questioning them and challenging their authority. So, you know, we see Garland, right, Attorney Garland, he's gathering law enforcement at every level of society, letting everyone know that he's doing it. And that sends a political message of intimidation to parents around the country. And this fits, fits in with the teacher union talking point, trying to demonize opposition, trying to cast everybody who doesn't go along with the critical race theory indoctrination and union agenda as terrorists, right? The National School Board Association comes out and says, now, you know, parents like me are domestic terrorists. And, you know, in in the beginning of this, they were calling people like me fascist. Then they call you racist. Now we're terrorists. And it's like they're running out of magic words to call you. Well, and these accusations aren't enough right now. The FBI has to come after you. Right. The terrorist one, as we have said, for a million years now, it seems, The Patriot Act was the biggest mistake of all time, because all you have to do is change the definition of a terrorist. Um, And they are labeling people now terrorists. That's why this has to be a terrorist uh, activity in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Uh, If it was, it's the worst terrorist act of all time. Um, This this with the parents. The only thing that would beat January 6th as a terrorist event would be the school board meetings in our local areas, uh, because those are really crappy terrorists. They're not doing anything except talking. Um, uh, but uh, that's why they're bringing that's why they're bringing that charge and labeling people now terrorists, because that has legal teeth in it. Patriot. Yes, Act. And, you know. And and in Rhode Island, someone just sent me a response to an OMA complaint that was filed where the school board called parents opposing critical race theory. They called them January 6th terrorists. They, I mean, they're any any opposition they have. It, it's terrorists. It's, it's insurrectionists. You can't even, um, you know, challenge them without them trying to destroy you. And the other really interesting thing is um, the Department of Justice and the FBI are concerned about, you know, this, quote, terrorist activity by parents, only only to a limited people. And those are people who disagree with the Biden agenda. Where are their task forces and multi-level law enforcement meetings to address, oh, I don't know, protesters who chase senators into bathrooms or people who disrupt congressional hearings or how about school boards who try to intimidate parents? So they are being very selective in who they label terrorists. Any thought of moving to a rational state? You know, I I actually do think about it every day. Florida is looking better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I, I don't know if that is going to win this ideological war. No, that's it's not. really what's happening right now. You know, like, it, you know, what they're doing to parents now is consistent with the ideological purge in the military. Um, this is now a complete weaponization of the federal government against ideological opponents. If you move to another state where they aren't targeting you this way, um, maybe you'll buy yourself some peace, you know, some limited amount of time of peace. But who's to say that that's really the long term answer for, for parents that don't want to run away from this fight? We want to win it. Uh, how do you, how do you, I don't know, what line was crossed that makes you this individual? Because a lot of parents, um, they may be upset, but then they're not really vigilant like you are. And they're not willing to say, come arrest me. I mean, those that's big words. And I believe you mean that. Um, I I really don't know. I think that parents need to tap into the fighter in them. Everyone has a fighter in them when it comes to their kids. And I think some people are scared of, of fighting, at least as loudly as I am and as other parents I know are. But if I don't do this, I'm just sick to my stomach. I just can't exist in a world where the government is targeting and harassing me and I'm paying them to do it. Because I'm setting up a world where then my children are going to be in that position with their own children. So I think we just need to keep a broader political perspective on what's happening that, yes, we're fighting for our kids and our education, but we're really fighting for a country that is not going to be oppressive for our children when they're grown up. What do you say to the parents that have kids in school and their kids are saying, please, mom and dad, please don't do this. I'm going to get hammered in school. You fight back every time they're hammered in school. No one is coming out of this unscathed. I can't make any promises that your kids aren't going to be affected. But I can promise that if you do nothing, and if you do nothing because, you know, your kids just, they don't want to be um, affected by this. And of course, we don't want them affected by this. We want to shield them. But if you do nothing, it's going to be worse than if you did something. So we're not coming out of this unscathed. The worst thing you can do is nothing. The best thing you can do is protect your kids every step of that way. And every time you hear that your kid is being targeted, you respond to that too. Don't stick your head in the sand. I, uh, I really admire you. Um, I think you are a great mom and a great American. And uh, we'll continue to pray for you. Uh, and God bless. God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Uh, <laughs> there are very few people that are that brave. Uh, Nicole Solis, she is um, fighting for her children in Rhode Island. You can follow her on Twitter, uh, Nicoletta0602, uh, or you can, uh, you can help her in her battle at goldwaterinstitute.org, goldwaterinstitute.org. All right, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. This is a service for anybody who is buying or selling a home. Uh, you're probably, mm, if you've ever done it before, probably very well aware of a phenomenon every now and then. And uh, you just stop and look up the ceiling and just say, could I have a day where something is going to go right? Yeah. 
Brother, it is so frustrating playing around in the real estate game. Half the time, you'd even, you don't even know what to do. You don't know what you don't know. That's when it comes to picking a real estate agent. You need someone who is not only going to be able to guide you through the best practices, but also um, is, is somebody that you can call up and say, okay, I, I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do here, um, or I... I know you said that maybe I should, you know, fix the the flower beds. Do you do you know anybody that does that? These people are on your team. You need an agent from Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is a company of mine, and we work only with the very best of the best. And I want to hear about your experiences with Real Estate Agents I Trust. Real Estate Agents I Trust.com. We're not a company. They don't work for me. What they do is we go out and they apply and we go out and we look at them and we look at their track record. And if we feel that they fit our team, then we'll recommend them to you for free. All you have to do is go to Real Estate Agents I Trust.com. That's Real Estate Agents I Trust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, we don't thank you nearly enough. Um, Ten years ago, ten years ago, I uh, suggested that we start Mercury One. And Mercury One was going to be something that would make us more independent and make sure that we were still feeling charitable to all of our fellow citizens. If there was a disaster, we would be there. Uh, and we would not be looking to some federal agency, even Mercury One, that we would unite under local people and find the local people that are actually making a difference and support them. That's what we've done. Then I told you that we wanted to uh, begin a vault, a museum, if you will. Uh, And in the 10 uh, years that we have been putting this together at Mercury One, we now have the largest collection of Jamestown and Pilgrim uh, documents and artifacts in the world. We have the third largest collection of American founding documents, um, and we're only surpassed by the National Archives and the Library of Congress. And we have things that you've never seen before. Uh, and we are now building uh, a way for you to be able to share these things with your kids. We're currently digitizing uh, everything as fast as we possibly can. I started the Nazarene Fund, and you know how that has gone, uh, not only in Syria, um, but also here uh, with Afghanistan. I'm going to give you an update on that at... Our next big event for Mercury One, where I'm going to give you uh, a new plan, the power of one, and ask you to do certain things. And I invite you to be there. Go to mercuryone.org or m1nextchapter.org or dot com and uh, and get your tickets. It's this Saturday night here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And I would love to have you there. David Barton is going to be there along with Tim Barton. We're going to be talking about uh, history, showing you things you've never seen before. Um, we have we have a couple of really great musical uh, groups that are going to just kind of party after all the work is done. Uh, Danny Gorky and Colton Dixon are going to be performing live. This is part of their concert tours. 
Um, and we would love to see you there. Again, it's the power of one. It happens this Saturday night, mercuryone.org or m1nextchapter.com. I've been working on this, this uh, plan and this speech for several weeks now, probably five weeks. Uh, the only other thing I've worked on this long, I think, has been uh, in, uh, uh, in Jerusalem. Uh, this is a really important uh, event. And we would love to have you there. All of the proceeds go to benefit Mercury One so we can keep our lights on. This is our yearly um, event. Make sure you join us if you can this Saturday night, mercuryone.org or m1nextchapter.com. So you're going to work on the speech all the way up to the event. And then how long before the event will you rip it up and just completely do something different? What's your plan well, on that's that? When you, that's when you write it. That's <laughs> oh, when you that's when it. you write it, too. You constantly write your own speeches and then get up to the podium and be like, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to talk to you from the heart. <laughs> and then you get like, and then you know, that's when you know it's like Fidel Castro length speech is coming. <laughs> so run for the doors right then. I don't care how much you donated. Get out of that building. <laughs> well, I think you're going to enjoy this uh, Saturday night. Make sure you join us. Mercuryone.org or m1nextchapter.com. We'll see you there Saturday night.